Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of Claire Chats, a brand new podcast series, um, part of my larger personal brand that follows my faith journey as well as opening dialogue for others to talk about their experiences and just really fun topics that I'm passionate about. Um, I have my friend here, Danny, who is currently in Florida being quarantined during this crazy pandemic. <laughs> How's the weather down there? It's pretty crappy today. It's supposed to be the sunshine state. We're not getting that title today because it's raining so I'm inside but I've been inside anyway except right. for my periodic walks but today not so good but normally it's pretty good well I mean I I can't complain it's sunny right now so <laughs> in Wisconsin so sunny and 45 degrees yeah pretty much <laughs> so today I wanted to talk about uh, I'm doing this series, this three-part series, as like my launch for my podcast called Quarantine Talk because we're all in quarantine right now and we're being forced to communicate via video chatting and all that fun stuff. Um, and so the first episode is going to be about fear. And the reason why I wanted to talk about it was because I feel like a lot of people during this time with the hysteria created by the media and like... Um, just this fear of getting sick or or like spreading COVID-19 um, to somebody who would potentially lose their life over the the virus. Um, and I just feel like a lot of people are like freaking out. They're buying mass amounts of toilet paper and masks and all this stuff. So um, that's what we're we'll talking about today. But I wanted to have you part of this episode because I know you have a background with your wellness, your health and wellness like degrees so um can you tell me a little bit if you know about I'm I'm assuming you do um about like what happens in the brain when someone becomes afraid oh wow testing my knowledge it's been a while <laughs> since I've been in school um I guess the initial fear response is that fight or flight response mm -hmm. that you've heard of with your sympathetic nervous system so essentially you just a physiological response that happens in your body. You have um, responses like increased heart rate, blood pressure, this or that. Um, and then this is something that's programmed in us. So um, back when we were hunters and gatherers, essentially, if you were to see a bear, you get that fight or flight response fired up and then it'll help you, you know, run away or fight or do whatever that you need to do so you survive. Um, fast forward to 2020, this pandemic, um, same physiological response can occur. And um, I guess subjectively, whether or not um, it's necessary to be that worked up, um, probably not 24-7. I mean, it's okay to be scared and worried sometimes, but it's not healthy to be worried and a scared all the time yeah does like doesn't oh stress gosh. doesn't stress hurt your brain <laughs> can cause problems in the brain yeah I feel like you don't need to necessarily be like um health and wellness expert or anyone any in the medical field to understand that stress isn't good for your body um I feel like that's kind of something self-explanatory everyone should know stress isn't good but it does take a toll on your health mentally and physically in the long term you don't want to be chronically ill 
But okay, so going off of that, so obviously fear is a fight or flight response. And in this case, for people who are afraid of whether it's the virus or if they're just buying into the hype and they're going out and buying all this toilet paper and Lysol and Purell and all these things. And um, it's causing, I feel like, at least from my perspective, I'm seeing it cause a lot more, a lot more hysteria when people are doing that. And it's funny because I'm, I'm like, going through my feed on Facebook at this point I've gotten to the point where I don't even want to be on social media because everybody's talking about COVID-19 like nobody's talking about anything else and and you're scrolling and there's so many of the there's so many stories the the stories that are being shared the most around COVID-19 uh the or the coronavirus is people who are like crying like they're literally crying on camera saying how terrible this this virus is they're like saying we need more masks they're it's all like all negative things and like how I guess like where I want this most of this conversation to go is like how do you combat like the that negative perspective and how do you have a positive one to overcome your fear because the negative stuff just instills more fear in people I think so like how do you overcome that I think it's just your perspective like you can choose you make um a personal choice to go on watch that on the news and you can choose to watch it for two, three hours a day, or you can choose to use your time and energy to do something else. So I think it starts with that personal choice and like what you want to surround yourself with um, is a big, big step for number one, acknowledging that, yeah, there is a problem when I watch this or when I see this or read this, it makes me feel a certain way. And if you don't want to feel that certain way, then maybe redirect that energy and like, a friend or it's it's really hard but it's it's a personal choice you make on like how much you want to be exposed to that or if you want to spend your time and energy doing something else so you bring up an interesting point yeah. it, it's something that i wrote in my last my last blog post on claire chats was um this idea that there's a difference between feeling afraid so having that physiological reaction or psychological reaction to to something that makes you afraid but then there's also so there's feeling afraid and then there's being afraid and like being afraid is giving into those fears and not like in your in your case what you're saying is like redirect your energy try to find something that is you know it's not gonna instill that fear further in into you you know and like (laughs) it becomes your mindset and and I think a lot of people are giving into it it, during this time and they don't don't know what to do don't let it consume your life. <laughs> Seems like it, it is right now. With if, if you're used to a certain lifestyle and then doing some of your regular things are taken away from you, you can view it as like something bad or you can view it as something positive or yeah, just don't let it consume you. I want something else. Right. <laughs> Do you think that there are some good things that have come out of all of this, like quarantine and stuff? Uh, I think personally me, um, I think it's given me more experience with like my internship was all in person and now we've transitioned and we're doing health and wellness outreach online. So I think like it's giving me um, like a skill set on how do you get people to be healthy virtually. So I think that's kind of a positive mm-hmm. um, and skills with working remotely and still being on a team with people and not having them physically there and like how do you communicate 
when you're not face-to-face and it could be a little bit challenging, but I think that's a skill set that I've learned. What about, what about you? What do you think has been good? Personally, I'm not, I haven't been as afraid as others have with this whole pandemic because I'm not a high risk person. And I just, I think the reaction that everybody has had has been extreme and it's been kind of counterproductive, but we can get into that more later. Um, In terms of good things that have come out of it, I would say like, I've spent more time with my family than I ever have in the past like year. Um, That's a good and a bad thing (laughs) Um, because sometimes you just want to be alone. But (laughs) um, so, yeah, I've spent a lot of time with my family. Uh, I've had more time to read books. Um, And I would say like I've noticed a an uptick with like I see other people engaging more in in relationships and friendships like their reach the people that aren't terrified by all of this uh and are consumed by fear are the ones that are reaching out to family and friends and saying like hey how are you like they're practicing social distancing but yet they're engaging more in their relationships with people which I think is really cool like it's encouraging people to focus more on relationships I think that's so important because that's what makes up you know our like our communities and like makes them stronger so to see that, I think all of us are going to come out of this a lot closer, um, which is really beneficial in the long run because it's going to get us through whatever economic crisis we face once the quarantine is all over. Um, but at the same time, then the people that are afraid, like they're the ones that are being counterproductive, the ones that are completely enwrapped in their fears and like just they're not like thinking about how they could help others. They're in some cases, they're really only thinking about how it's going to help them. So I don't know. It's just there's good and bad but I would say that's some of the good I've seen um so I just wanted to say I think it's kind of crazy how like literally two three weeks ago it was kind of a joke like we were all looking over like oh it's in China it's never gonna affect us and then we really weren't prepared and then now all of a sudden like on the media it's like this big thing and it's like we're not sure what to believe like oh you should wear a mask oh you shouldn't wear a mask now everyone's wearing a mask. It's it's just really crazy how much the media can influence your reaction to things. And I don't I I can see it like in Florida. It's a little bit different than I'd say in Wisconsin. Maybe we can talk about that too. But um, like people I feel in Florida aren't really taking it as seriously. Like I don't know if Wisconsin has this, but we did that like statewide stay at home order that was on Wednesday. And I don't know I. People are still at the beaches. I think some of them are just now closing. They were still open for a long time. Like all the spring breakers were in Miami like two, three weeks ago. And you, mm-hmm. you saw that stuff on, um, did you see that video with that guy? It was like, I get Corona, I get Corona or whatever. Oh, the, did the you see that? college student who was down there partying. He's like, it's not going to stop me yeah. from partying. Yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy. Like people's perspective on things. And, like, what you share and, like, how that can make an impact. Stream. So, like, in your case, like, with in Florida or whatever, that guy, that video that kind of went viral about the college student who's like, if I get corona, I get, I get corona. It's not going to stop me from partying, which I think is just reckless. Like, that's just selfish. But on the opposite end of the spectrum, I feel like in Wisconsin, it's it's so extreme. Like, people are so extremely afraid that nobody's going out. And, like, the people who are going out uh are usually going out with masks and gloves on and it's not for everybody like not everybody's doing that yeah 
So I, I, yeah, I, it's, it's definitely different. And then when I was in LA before this all started, I was in LA when LA hit its peak or one of its peaks, I guess. I don't know if they're going to have another one, but, um, where they claimed that the virus was, uh, there's a word for it, but it's like, they don't know the source. They don't know who it came from, but it's like spreading like wildfire. And so downtown LA was like, people were freaking out. My mom was freaking out. She kept calling me. She's like, when are you going to come home? Please come home like as soon as possible. And I was like, okay. And, um, like I changed my flight and came home early, but yeah, it was like, that was scary. Like that, I could understand people buying into all of the, the fear because like, everybody was like hysterical uh because the media out there was just like pumping this they're pretty much making it sound like it was airborne which is not this virus doesn't do that so like it it was just kind of like it was yeah it was a lot (laughs) so yeah definitely varies on city or area i guess but yeah generally that i think the main thing that's impacting me is that i'm really far away from home Hmm. i'm fine like not being at home you know like it'd be nice to be with your family and like when my mom called me the other day and said hey like we're setting these arrangements for you to move in with your your cousins once your internship's done and your airbnb thing is over then move in with them for three weeks I literally cried because I really like I just want to be home like it's nice being in Florida everyone's like oh that's a nice place to be quarantined like you know, nice warm weather, this or that. Like, I go on walks. There's a pool where I live, and it's nice. But I, I don't know. I really, really miss, like, my dog. I miss my grandma, like, my brother. And being by them, I feel so lonely here. And yeah. a lot of the friends that I made down here moved home. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time oh, to catch up. I forgot the original question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to ask, if like, how you have been able to overcome your fears and – not you know not everybody is afraid of the situation I think in some cases a lot of people are lonely and and like being self-isolated which is a completely different topic and if you wanted to we could do another episode about that I feel like this might sound selfish or whatever but I don't know is it selfish that like I'm not scared no like I am but then I'm not yeah no I don't think it is because there there are people who are getting hospitalized yeah right well right there are people who are in the hospital there are people who are at high risk for this and are dying like it it's it's a virus like it's but it doesn't scare me either like all of this the only thing that scares me the only thing that I I have fear about is where the economy is going to be after all this because I'm graduating Mm -hmm. this semester and I am not I'm probably going to have a really hard time finding a job. It's probably going to be near impossible to find a job. And that makes me really, really scared. Like, I do not want to be, I have bills already. Like I have debt, a lot of debt from school. Like I can't, my, my, my payments start right when I graduate. Like I have to start paying back for my loans. And if I don't have a job to do that, like that freaks me out. My parents are not in the position to be paying off my loans. So like, I don't know. It's still, it's still freaky. It's still, that's probably the only thing I'm afraid of right now. And I, the, the way I've overcome that fear is reminding myself that like, well, reminding myself through my faith, like, okay, God has a plan. I just gotta, I know he'll take care of me. I just have to trust him. But that, that like having, sometimes like having hope in that, like it's scary because it's like, 
unpredictable. You want your answers now and you want, <laughs> you know, like you want to know what's at the end of the tunnel. And I don't know what's at the end of the tunnel. And that freaks me out. And I think that that is the same mindset fundamentally is the same mindset for everybody that's afraid whatever you're afraid of like we are not sure we don't know what the future holds and that freaks people out but to be honest we've never known what the future holds we can pretend we can make goals but like the future is never like set in stone so I guess this is just bringing people's fears out about them more I feel like that's the first step of getting over your fears Sorry, what I think you a lot of people specifically have this like personality that we like to have things like under control and like to have a plan like we're yeah. planners we need to have a plan and now we our plans are unpredictable well and they all I think they always are though like they're always going to be plans are always unpredictable like we try to me and you like we try to the yeah. extreme to like manipulate and control it so that life turns out the way we want it to but it never does so I don't know very true (laughs) we're supposed to leave with the positive note and now we're just like I don't know (laughs) (laughs) well and that uh, that could be that could be seen as a positive I guess because like the first step of overcoming your fear in a sense is like admitting that you don't have control you don't like what you thought you had control over like before like you don't have control over what's going to happen um in the future because like it's there are so many factors that go into it that are outside of your control but at the same time the one thing you do have control over is like if you're going to allow yourself to be afraid and you have to like choose to either let it go and just like go with the motions and adapt or become rigid and so and like tight and wound up in in fear and it's like that's not the way to live I think you there is a reason to be afraid Mm-hmm. Um, I just think everything is balanced. Yeah. Like, um, and I guess it depends like on your person too. Like for us, it might be a little bit easier to, um, not be as scared of getting sick or getting significantly ill because we're young and healthy. Um, my mom, she works in the intensive care unit and like she, she uh, fear of hers is like not having enough hospital beds and, being able to help everyone and then I guess that's a fear like it's just based on perspective and your like experience and like where you're at oh no you make a good point though I think being thankful and grateful for what we what like just in general about stuff that kind of helps with looking looking away from the fear staying positive (laughs) and just like taking care of others like helping others during this time rather than getting caught up in your own fears because then you really do you you go into the shell of of fear and like you don't you become kind of like unengaged in your relationships and like unengaged in your community and that's this is the time when our communities and like the people we have relationships relationships with need us the most like we need to be present Mm -hmm. like just be present and and help others and be grateful like those things really do help with overcoming fear yeah I agree I think a lot of people are doing that um at least from what I've been seeing from the news source I use yeah Um, yeah I'd agree with that all right well I think that was a I think that was a good amount of talk that was good